Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, the Sideliners podcast, um, in case you were wondering which podcast you were listening to when you clicked on this. Uh, it's Wednesday, January 31st, it's 4.10 p.m. Central Standard Time. My name's Brad, I'm with Ben. Ben, how are we doing today? You know when you said that, I just something that immediately went into my mind is what if they made like <laughs> a shuffle podcast on spotify where just like every like five ten minutes you would just get shuffled to a different podcast and like you actually wouldn't know which podcast you were listening to because i mean granted i think a sane person can maybe listen to just two or three podcasts like and commit them to memory but like shuffle podcasts you would have like a whole playlist of like 150 podcasts and then you would just go from episode to episode that would be quite the novel idea i think you should pitch it to spotify Perhaps I shall. Um, I'm doing fantastic. Um, fantastic. Actually, not the right word. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Put off some work this week. I got to really, I gotta really clutch up uh, so I can have my weekend to myself. But uh, as, it, as it usually is. Um, another thing uh, that was, of course, How Soon Is Now by the Smiths. And one of the funnier interactions I've had with my dad is when I tried to explain to him what male manipulator music was. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, like, you know, and so I told him, uh, you know, the Smiths are like the top of that list. And he's like, why? And I was like, you know, like Morrissey writes, you know, he, he panders to, you know, teenage feelings and that, 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 you know, the whole conversation. And he's like, well, you know, when I was a teenager, I just listened to them because they were fun. And I was like, you know, dad, you're missing, you're missing the point, man. You're missing it. Um, God, come on, pops. Come on, pops. You just don't yeah. get it. You just don't. You actually don't get it. But <laughs> uh, <not>. anyhow, <laughs> I feel you on the work. I feel like stop me if I said this last week. I actually can't remember. But I thought I was gonna have like so much free time this semester, and I just don't. I'm so much busier. I've never been so busy in my life. I'm a lot busier this semester. <laughs> School is so much harder. Um, it is it is a lot harder that's 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 the more correct word it's like i don't know if i was like more busier or this semester is just is harder i remember i i did my um like planning out my degree audit thing from my business um development class and it turns out uh by the end of this semester i'll already be a junior which kind of scares me a little bit so you can take less class yeah i know um already be a junior i'll be at 63 hours um i'm just like whoa whoa slow down i feel like i'm i'm speed running college right now i need to i need to roll it back a little bit that means you can like take more of the chill classes and stuff you know right right, right. i i proposed i i thought of this actually like five minutes ago um new segment because we're getting to nearly the dry season where we don't have so much football to talk about Mm -hmm. um the what am i saying World lit. You know, we talked about mud I was reading last week and how it was, like, whack. Um, yeah. What if I just, like, update everybody on, like, what <laughs> world lit reading is? Yeah, actually, I, I can contribute to that a little bit, too. But, but go go, go ahead. Uh, what, well, today's what was today's, what was today's is pretty good. Um, it's mostly philosophical stuff this week. Um, today I was doing – I was reading some short stories by a man named Italo Calvino. Um, let's see what they, like – what Google says he, like, is known for. Um, 
Cosmic Comics. It was I was reading some stories from Cosmic Comics, and um, basically, I don't really know what it's suggesting, but it's it's all the stories are surrounded around this one character. His name is Q W F W Q. That's like how it's spelled. And the first story, he um, I already forgot kind of. The second story, he it, like it talks about how everyone. Oh no, the first story he was like going around space like millions of light years and then he built a sign and he was really sad when he couldn't find it and he like thought some other celestial being like destroyed it and he was really pissed off so he like was trying to mess with the other one but then he realized it didn't matter because there were infinite signs and like time and space were like irrelevant and then the second one (laughs) there was like there was no space everything was on one point and it was like not space but there was one woman in the not space who was like really good and then like changed the world and like there became like space and stuff and then in the third one, everyone's a fish. This is all this is all QWFWQ, by the way. In this one, he's a fish, not a celestial being. Although I guess he's kind of still a celestial being. He's a fish. But the days of the fish living in the water are kind of over. Like they're all like grab they have like paws now, kind of like reptiles, and they're all on the land. But his old hermit great uncle, um Napanaga or something, is still a fish and he refuses to leave the water for all these logical reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they don't think he's being logical. They think he's, like, just stuck in his ways. And then QWFWQ meets a girl, a reptile thing, and falls in love with her. And then he's really – like, they're, like, one of the old – like, they were one of the first families to, to leave the water and go to the land. So he's worried that if she finds out that his great uncle, the patriarch of his family, is a fish, she's going to, like, leave him. And then they stumble upon him accidentally, and he's, like, freaking out. But she that's actually a pretty good interaction. And then she ends up hitting it off with him and then leaves him for his great uncle to be in the water. Ah. Right? Pretty sad. That is sad. So I just I just searched up QFWFQ. And so, you know, I'm seeing all these images, right? And there's an article from The Guardian. Into the cosmos of QFWFQ fiction, The Guardian. On the picture of this article is a picture of Travis Kelsey. I'm really interested. Oh, I see that. That is really interesting. Why is it a thing, dude? <laughs> I, I I doubt Travis Kelsey has anything to do with with um with our with our mans over here, but you know that's that yeah, is yeah, he doesn't. He's not even mentioned this article. Why is there a picture of Travis Kelsey? <laughs> Guardian's wag. The Guardian. If you're listening to this, which you're not, get your shit together. What are we doing here? That's 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 pretty funny. Um. I, I, I've um, been assigned the Federalist Papers and other assorted readings. Um, oh, wonderful. And, I mean, dude, I got Andrews, Alexander Hamilton. Like, like obviously, we all, we all know the musical, but, I mean, that guy can fucking yap. That guy can, can just write words and say shit. He'll write a paragraph and then and then repeat the same thing he said in the same, in the same paragraph, just, like, rearranging the words. And I'm just like... There is no. I can read maybe two, three paragraphs and get the entire gist of what this is talking about. And the and there's like four or five papers I got to read, and they're all they're all. I mean, they're small readings, but I mean they they are essay types. It's just like you know we got 1770s English. It's just it's really dense, and it's like like um, you you start the words start like like flying around the flying around the room. We're just like I I need to go to bed. Like this is this is too much for this time of night for me to do this reading. So. You know, um, college, right, college, well, college stuff. Yeah. You know, now that we've like scared away all of our listeners with literary <laughs> talk, maybe this is a bad segment idea. I'll have to keep it a little brief next time. Um, 
fuck sports because that's why you're all here. Actually, I feel like, well, maybe that's not. Um, anyway, college basketball, depressing. We lost to BYU, and then we lost to Houston in overtime, which I will say was the most fun I've ever had at a loss. <laughs> because my dear good friend David Gitchner, who is a magician, I don't know if I told you about him, but he's like unreal. He's the coolest dude. Um, <laughs> he, like half of our incoming freshman class, like the Texas football 2024 recruiting class is standing right behind us. I'm talking like Colin Simmons and like Freddie Dubose and like like all these people. Um, Xavier Phil Same. They're all right behind us, and it's halftime, and we're, like, down eight or something. And David just turns around, and he's like, do you guys want to see some magic? And they're all like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And yeah. He, just, he just does tricks, and they're all, like, freaking out. And they're like, do another one, do another one. So for all of halftime, they're just freaking out. And then they all make, like, a bet. The Houston section was right behind us, and they are, like, freaking out. And, this like, they bet with this Houston guy. We ended up losing, which was really sad. It was a great game, and it was fun to, like, see those guys. But, you know, I saw UNT lost in a heartbreaker as well. Beat SMU. Uh, yeah, um, beat SMU. And, and like, my, my only comparison for games like that are UT games. But, I mean, even so, that atmosphere was electric. Stormed the court after the win. Um, it was, like, 20 seconds, uh, you know, running out the clock. He put up a layup with nine seconds left because shot clock was running out. And miss it. SMU gets all the way down the court. Uh, pass goes awry. A uh, guy picks it up three-point line, shoots it, and it just goes right off the far iron, and the whole arena erupts. Um, fantastic win, but yes, lost a heartbreaker to FAU, which we were the better team for about 59 minutes, or, yeah, uh, for 39 minutes. And, nice. Um, and that last minute, I mean, John L. Davis took over. Um, he was fantastic, and of course, he hit the uh, game winning three, and that was that was just heartbreaking. Nineteen free throws to four free throws. I'm not going to say anything about that, but the roughing was. Uh, we have a game tonight, um, in a dogfight to try to keep pace with the rest of the conference with Charlotte, FAU, and South Florida remaining at the top. Okay. Um, okay. UNC have lost. Uh, UNC lost to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Tech. Georgia Tech beat UNC and Duke. That's weird. <laughs> And that's, um, that's hilarious. <laughs> what was I just gonna say? Virgin, no, Tennessee lost to South Carolina last night, too. Mm-hmm. Um, one team that I think is really, I mean, obviously not flying under the radar, but I, I forgot that they were they were good. Was um, was Illinois, Illinois, uh, making some noise. I'm pretty sure they're 14th right now in the Big Ten. Um, look out for look out for Illinois, they they always have something up their sleeve. Um, let's see what other notable things. I'm scrolling through the conferences. I was looking at the Pac-12. Pac-12 is wide open um, mm-hmm. right now. I mean, obviously Arizona's ranked 11, but I mean, even still, um, it's 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 kind of getting crowded up there at the top um, in terms of conference records. Um, very interesting to see how that will play out. And um, let's see out in the SEC. Uh, let's see. Alabama sits at the top of the conference at six and one. Yeah, interesting. I mean, let's see. I think the American conference starts. Uh, does it start? It's right on my calendar, but I can't see it. I'm blind. <clears throat> uh, but it should be relatively sooner, and that'll be when the excitement happens. Of course. Yeah. Um. 
you know, college basketball time is it's going. <laughs> it is going. It's, it's, again. It's, it's it's kind of monotonous because because you know once you do the whole conference thing, it's like all right, we we got to mm-hmm. do this. The, the, we have to just get to the to the conference tournament to even try to get a chance. But you know, yeah, um, I um, college baseball starts two weeks from Friday. Very very pumped about that. Um, UNT has a baseball team, right? No, we told you it's we got rid of. Oh them yeah, in the I'm 70s. sorry. I'm sure we got rid of in like the seventies. Yeah, there's I'm, a club. There's a club I'm, team. Uh, but yeah, uh, no. Well, anyway, you come to Austin for a game, we'll, we'll ball out. Um, other updates MLB, Vladdy is the cover. God, this headlines are lame, dude. This sucks. <laughs> I don't care, I actually could care less. What is slightly more important, uh, Corey Seager's having surgery, which I don't understand this at all. I don't really know what the what happened here. He's having surgery for a sports hernia, which is, I think I know what that is, but that's not the point. Um, and he's, they're saying he's missing all of spring training, maybe back for opening day at worst, we'll miss like the first two weeks. And so like, why, if that's the timetable, would you wait till now late January to have yeah. that surgery and not mid November? Like what? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I saw him and I was like, hmm, okay, this, this is, I mean, were they waiting for it to get worse? Were they just waiting to see it out? If it would do it? I mean, just fix Carolina. Not to mention that Degrom and Scherzer will both be out till about midseason. So. Right. Um, and the, no, one of the funniest things about the Vladdy cover announcement, though, is like and somebody said that man had the same war as Travis Jankowski. <laughs> Jank like, is tough. We re-signed him. Jank. And I couldn't. I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, you know, I I'm not gonna fact check that, but that's um, probably right. Um, it definitely is. Um, I mean, other news. Let's see the Twins trade. Jorge Polanco. Oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, Arsenal won a little scare at um, Nottingham Forest yesterday. I actually forgot to check the score of the Liverpool game today. I would like them to lose, but I'm sure they will not. Yep, they didn't. They won. Five, four to one. I hate Chelsea. We play Arsenal-Liverpool Sunday morning. It's a huge game. Top two teams in the top – two of the top three teams in the table currently. Um, we are third. Because Man City won, um, and yeah, so that's exciting. There was something else I was just gonna say. Uh, Leeds Lee, is fourth right now. We've we've been. No, I, we're up. I, we're up. We're I know. We, yeah, no. I mean, we're fourth right now, and, and every time I see an update, it's like, but you know, it's it's kind of it's 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 a it's a dogfight up there on those top four teams. Everybody else is kind of almost out of contention yeah, at this point. You only need to finish in the top three, and then we're back. I know. We're we will be we'll we'll be so back we're so back. Um, mm-hmm. um, this has nothing to do with sports, but I just remembered. It. I think you would find this funny. I, as everyone here should know, I'm a big music guy. We both are, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be cool. I've always like thought it'd be cool to host the radio show at UZ. I was like, yeah, I could be on the radio for you know one time. I thought that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So I went to some like new member meeting last night for a KVRX, which is like the UT student-run radio show. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm pretty busy. I'm involved in some different things. So I was like, it seemed like it was going to be a lot of work. I was like, I'm not sure if I really have the time for this. Um, and then they dropped the bombshell that's like, we only play underground music. Like, it's required to play underground music on air. And I was like, oh, okay. That's kind of <laughs> weird, but like, that's type, fine. Type, like, underground type shit. Like, you know. And they're like, they're like, 
you have to play artists that are under 250,000 monthly listeners. And I'm like, okay, like that sounds like a lot. Like I listen to plenty of small artists. That's not a problem. Yeah, that's tiny. I was like, how many people are listening to Masayoshi Takanaka? Well, 750,000 a month. That doesn't work. I was was thinking, I was like, I have some like indie TikTok people that I like listen to sometimes 400k. Like I was like, I I have like one artist I could find. that was under that. I like, (laughs) I was like, I don't listen to any of this. Like, what, what, what do people possibly play? Like, this is absurd. So, anyway, that was my. I was like, I'm getting out music. I cannot hang. Like, this is this is too much sauce for me. <laughs> that that is that is kind of nuts, you know. I mean, and and even when I go back to Austin, I don't always plug in uh, Aux for my car because I do like to listen to to KUTX, which is of course the the UT. Um, Hey, but that's not the student run, the fully student I know, run. I know, I know it's not the student run, but I mean, hey, there, there's a bunch of good stuff going on down there, UT and, and broadcast. You'll find, you'll find some gems there, of course. Um, they'll yeah. play, they'll play well, the games, yeah. but, you know, um, yeah. gotta give them my little, my little piece on that. I mean, I've, I found, I found out some, some really great artists on there. <clears throat> the oh, yeah, name, name every artist then, huh? Name every artist? Yeah, oh, do it. Man. Um, you know, got it. Got to shout out Black Pumas, of course. Um, okay, weird. Um, I actually I bought their their new record. I got the alternative cover. It's a splattered vinyl, and I swear to God, it's it's. I mean, it's one of the best albums of of last year. It was released in December, I think, or maybe late November, but still one of the best albums I heard twenty twenty three. Um, fantastic stuff. Let's go ahead and shout out Anchor. Course, whoop whoop. Yep, yep, yep. And let's let's dive into conference championship weekend. That was that was kind of I don't know. I don't really know how to how to describe this one because it, it felt like it felt like this this was the outcome that we were going to at the beginning of the season, and it still feels really wrong with the way the playoffs played out and and how the season was going. I feel like, like yeah, but also like. I mean, I'm not shocked at all. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, if you told somebody it was going to be Chiefs 49ers, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't even mean in that way. Just like that it happened the way it did this weekend. Like, I, I thought the Bills were going to beat the Chiefs. But, like, Mahomes in the playoff, like, it just – this is how it goes, you know? Like, right, right, right. Um, well, well let's, bring, uh, let's bring it down game by game. Chiefs-Ravens. Um, I mean, it looked like we were, we were destined for a fantastic game uh, in the first quarter. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Ravens, uh, storm down the field first drive. They take up like half the first quarter, and then of course Mahomes enters back really fast. And then it just kind of became like, just who would make the first mistake? And then what what I noticed is Lamar Jackson. I mean, he was running all over uh, last week and was was just doing amazing things. And then this week, I don't know if whether it was the Chiefs style of defense that they were playing, forcing him to just just throw back. Or maybe it was a conscious decision for Lamar to just beat the Chiefs with his arm. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't use your game-breaking speed to open things up, but it just every time Lamar was – Lamar had forever to throw. It, I Like at least 10 seconds every time just trying to scramble, like going backwards just trying to find something. There's nothing there for them. Chiefs played a fantastic – defense on the back end and secondary. Um, and then Travis Kelsey on offense, 
um, came alive. Um, he heard he heard the noise. Um, he gave us a vintage performance, 11, 116, and a touchdown. Um, and, I mean, the Chiefs just kind of held them in check, didn't let Lamar run. Maybe he just wasn't running, and we kind of just kind of got a 17-10 dogfight. And the Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, you know, that's with, with this team – I don't think Brady had a team like this bad, at least offensively. Defensively, I think there's an argument that can be made, you know, that they're fairly, that they're fairly similar between those Patriots. But this offense, still shaky, but they are playoff risers. And the big cherry on top is MVS making the game ceiling catch. On, on like it was like third it was like third and three and then Mahomes launches a thirty yard pass. MVS is like backing up trying to track the ball, catches it in his in his lap, falling down. It was the most hilarious things I've ever seen, just because of how the season went and and you know it just kind of ended like that. And it was like, huh, yeah, they won. I mean, but like, was I was I blown away with how they played? No, am I surprised? I guess not. It's kind of my two cents on that one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just oh, he's, dude. It's he's, inevitable. He is inevitable. Um, more, more um, interesting game, of course, was this NFC Championship, which, of course, didn't get a lot of the talk that the AFC Championship did, but ended up being the better game. Um, the Lions were uh, by far that first half, and then. Lord knows what Shanahan said in that locker room. He was—he literally was like, "I'm not about to lose another championship game, fall apart the way the 49ers have done in years past." Um, stormed right back, um, scored 17 in the third quarter. Um, I want to say I'm—I mean, I can't even point out really big 49ers players. I mean, McCaffrey was obviously very good. Um, in the third quarter, and Ayuk had crucial catches, one in, I think, the fourth um, in the back of the end zone uh, to put the 49ers up ahead. And the Lions, they finally woke up, um, were able to kind of get it within within striking distance, um, but pulled away, 49ers held, and 49ers are going back to the Super Bowl. And, of course, a, a five-year um, rematch of Super Bowl 53? Four. Four. 54. Yeah. Dude, I can't. The Super Bowls are like hard to count these days, you know? I know. So we're going to we're gonna get 60 at one point. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I remember. I remember when we were in the 40s. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, looking at this game, do we do we want to break down this or should we wait till next week to give our our, our I think we wait till next week, but it just like you think all these TikToks and the, the like actually it's my entire page and it's just like <laughs> the pretty my edits. Super Bowl prediction and then it's like 0 0 to the fourth quarter and then you know the entire Chiefs team gets hit by a meteor and then <laughs> You know, they bring out the 2012 New York Giants. Not sorry, that was actually they bring out the 2017 New York Giants. And oh my God, Daniel or no Eli Manning to Russell Shepard wins the game. Like it's like kind of funny, but I've seen the same TikTok for like a thousand teams. It's like only a little funny now. Um, 
I don't know. Mine, mine, at least going up to the games is all save us, Lamar Jackson. Please save us. And then Brock Purdy edits have been this kind of week. I mean, there's there's a clip of him singing PYT and just goes to an end and I'm like, God damn it. Like, I can't escape these. Um, they're kind of na- it's na- nasty. Work. Brock Purdy edits nasty work. I will say well, that. How so? What's nasty about it? I, I just, I just, every time I look at him, I just want to like, I just want to like throw. I just want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Why? Why are you such a hater? I I I just I am thriving off of hate, man. I just I Dude, cannot. That seems not healthy. I I'm just I'm just shocked at how we saw him play in college and how he is just elevated. Like, because you know, because yeah, no, no, I'm not gonna elevated. So, like, what's wrong with elevation, bro? You gotta elevate his game, elevate your life. Um, it's just I I just can't I just can't put the two and two together. Those are the same quarterback. It's just it's just it bothers me, man. I'm just I, I'm I'm just still pissed about you know Dallas hitting on their ass. Yeah, a funny a, fu- a funny quote Jerry Jones said today is that they're going all in this season. Oh god, that's what, good. What what the what the fuck have we been doing the past two three seasons? Have we not been all in as we should have well, been? Clearly not, and now you will be. I, I I can't take this organization seriously, man. I it's do. very exciting. Um, yeah, but we'll give our formal predictions um next week. Um, also another quick little side side tangent. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing bets placed on if Kelsey will will propose to Taylor Swift. Uh, if the nah. Chiefs win, no <laughs> I just and there, there's like legitimate odds. It's like plus plus one seventy. <laughs> For him, repo- for him proposing, and I'm just like, the gambling community is so beyond. Cooked. I in my is my business. Somebody on Prize Picks. It was a Monday night, or as it, it was Monday afternoon. I was like, dude, put that down. It is not that serious. <laughs> um, hey, I mean, people love Prize Picks. It's, it keeps the economy afloat, you know. Perhaps. Um, but I'm, I, I've done away with price picks. I cannot, I cannot fall down that hole. I, I want, I want a good amount off of one bet. And I just, I kept, I'm keeping it there for, for safekeeping. Maybe next football season, I'll, I'll dive back in, but not right now. Um, that seems good. <clears throat> but, um, I think that's about all we have for today. I know. God, we're going to have to come with, we're, we're going to come with something interesting. We'll come up. We're, we're, we're both pretty pretty handy guys we can come up with something pretty handy yeah it's an interesting um yeah i was looking back at last spring's outlines for like some ideas and you know maybe if any of the nine of you listening to this want to give us some um yeah so <laughs> exciting <time. laughs> i'm wearing this cool spurs shirt that i thrifted a couple weeks ago i feel like you'd appreciate that um anyway rambling loki not anything interesting. We'll we'll see you for the Super Bowl. But actually, we'll see you for the Pro Bowl. Who do you think is gonna win? The AFC or the NFC? Uh, give me give me AFC, but like a lot. nah nah nah. <laughs> totally disagree. I think you're wrong. <laughs> NFC yeah, all the way. <laughs> Gotta rep the home teams. I can't believe you're tra- being a traitor to your team. Hey, hey but... shout out shout out mom. Shout out Pro Bowler Gardner Minshew. Shout out Pro oh. Bowler Evan Ingram, bro. Was he a Pro Bowler this year? He looked he should have been. He's kind of he, I, I actually don't think he was, but he probably should have been. <laughs> I, it counteracts for the time that he did win it and whatever year that was. Yeah, that, that was unserious. <laughs> I, I would have to – I could remove – I always call him former Pro Bowler Evan Ingram. I could get rid of the former and just call him Pro Bowler Evan Pro Bowler. Two-time Pro Bowler Evan Ingram. Two-time Pro Bowler. Anyway, uh, love you guys. Thanks, as always. 
There's no way you're listening to this, I feel like. But <laughs> maybe my mom is. Love you, mom. And we will see you all next week.